It is uh, now 11 minutes past 9 Central African time and uh, taking the discussion of uh, Palestine into the realm of local and national politics here in South Africa. This is obviously a very fast evolving space and with the elections coming up this is uh, might be an international issue, but it's a human rights issue. It's a concern of justice-loving people all over the world as to where do our public representatives stand with regard to the quest for justice in Palestine as well as their position on the unfolding genocide happening in Palestine. And there are certain battle lines that have clearly been drawn here where a number of entities and parties have clearly said that they are supporting the Palestinian uh, right of self-determination and the Palestinians are the victims here of a grave historical injustice and there are a number of parties who have also aligned themselves very openly and very clearly this time as to where they stand in terms of the genocide happening and they've nailed their colors to the mast so to speak when it comes to uh, the their support for oppression in palestine and equivocating in a time of clear injustice or sometimes not equivocating sometimes being totally outspoken in their support for the israeli state for Zionism and for the genocide that is occurring in Palestine. My question or my uh, area of inquiry this evening is how should this play itself out in terms of the elections coming up and how do we discern genuine positions from posturing? My guest this evening is Hanif Lunat. I welcome him once again to the show. He is now a city councillor for the National Coloured Congress, or NCC, which was formerly the Cape Coloured Congress. Hanifa, thank you for your time once again here on Radio Islam. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and welcome. Wa alaikum salam, Maulana. Greetings to you and my fellow listeners of Radio Islam. Uh, absolute pleasure, Hanif. Uh, obviously, uh, when it comes to, uh, before we enter into this discussion, uh, you, you, you'd come with uh, a struggle heritage, you'd come with uh, involvement in, in the ANC and many community structures previously, but as I mentioned, you're also now representing a particular party. I just want you to uh, outline where, you know, uh, who, who you are, or where, where do you stand in terms of the political uh, structures or political campaigning at this point in time, just so that you know, we, we know that we've, uh, w anybody listening to this uh, knows where do you stand or where, where are you coming into this discussion and are you, you know, purely speaking as a representative of a particular party uh, or you know, can we take your, your, your discussions deeper or your input deeper than uh, your party allegiance at this point in time? Molana, well, I prefer having this as my personal view, but unfortunately, being a public representative via my party, whatever I say will be obviously construed as one that uh, comes from my party, and I'm confident that my party will accept and agree with whatever I will be discussing this evening with you uh, on this program. You so correctly said that um, going into the elections come 2024, we bound to 
to have our electorate very much confused as to who they should be voting. Uh, in the past, they had, made, they had two parties to vote in most cases, the DA and the ANC. Eventually, those that weren't happy with either of the parties weren't happy with the opposition. So what happened is they continued voting for the party that they weren't happy with. So those that voted DA in the past continued voting for DA and those that voted for the ANC. Very few uh, refrained from voting. So with that in mind, I want uh, to take this opportunity of reminding those that vote uh, the enemies of the Palestinian people, those that are rejoicing with what's happening in Palestine. And that's mainly the, the DA and the other parties that agree with the agenda they present uh, publicly, where they support Israel in defending itself against uh, their, their wording, terrorist Hamas, and uh, having the right to exist. Now, we know that uh, there is no right to, uh, to Israel in its existence. Uh, it has stolen the land that they are on at the moment. They've stolen it from the Palestinian people who hosted them as destitute people. But they've taken advantage of those that have opened their doors uh, very cunningly. Typical of Zionism uh, and Zionists who act in that fashion. So, so, sorry, Paul, I wanted to ask you here is uh, in terms of the, 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 the let, let's start off, our, our, you know, in terms of the, the, the parties that are extremely pro problematic and in the Western Cape particularly, uh, it's obviously the, the Democratic Alliance. You know, there was this long statement that was put out by John Stenazen and trying to uh, position uh, the Democratic Alliance is seeking goodness for all parties and seeking justice on all sides and, you know, the, trying to uh, uphold that mirage of a, uh, a two-state solution. Just just point to us uh, from your perspective, how bad is it in this particular moment? We know the allegations of partisanship uh, from the Democratic Alliance and prior to that, the Democratic Party relating to Israel over many, many, many years. Uh, so this is not coming in a vacuum, but particularly in this moment of time, the DA's stance and what it has said publicly, uh, more so in the Western Cape setting, relating to its uh, uh, it, its support for Israel. How how serious has this been? Uh, let's go back uh, to the DA uh, initial. Uh, uh, let's go two three years back, where the DA clearly made it known. Publicly, they use the media where they denounce Hamas and its actions in trying to raise the oppression that uh, the people of Palestine uh, are undergoing. Where they clearly said that we support Israel in defending itself and obviously uh, the right to exist. Now that 2024 is forthcoming and very close, but the rhetoric has changed. And this after they've realized that the Muslim community 
and the God-fearing Christians and other religious uh, denominations have decided that they're not going to vote the DA for two reasons. One is the stance on the Middle East conflict and the other for the way they serve our people on the ground. And, and, and that is something that they cannot hide. And now that they've realized this, you will see that they've now gone onto a new rhetoric where they are saying that they would want to see the two parties sitting around the table and to come to a compromise of a two-state solution, which was never in the rhetoric from years gone by. They were keeping to one that Israel has a right to exist and indirectly saying that the uh, atrocities perpetrated against the people of Palestine was one that they accept. So why when the elections are here and when you realize that you're going to get a hiding second to none come 2024 elections, you change that rhetoric. So I want to warn my fellow electorate, especially in the Western Cape, that stop voting those with four tongues, those that denounce and oppress the people who are suffering under various circumstances, both internationally and locally. I mean, if you look at the DA locally, they promote gangsterism and drugs in many ways. They deny the right to education. They make it extremely difficult for our children out in the Cape Flats. Now, why they do this is to keep our people merry, drunk, and killing each other so that they can rule the goose over them. This is an agenda that they've been using for many years. And our people are too blind to this fact. And I can tell you, Molana, that we in the Western Cape have great leaders who just do not realize that they should take great advantage of the niche opportunity of leading their people uh, justly and correctly. Unfortunately, the agenda of the DA doesn't allow them to realize this. So what they do is they keep us oppressed. And in doing so, they rule the goose unfairly. And what's worse is that the major opposition in the, the province and the local government in the Western Cape, uh, we find that the ANC have been selling their souls by ignoring this fact and by allowing the DA to rule the goose unjustly and unfairly and allowing them to oppress our people. Just this week, in our uh, last meeting of the year, they passed a bylaw where graffiti, uh, you can be fined for a graffiti on your personal wall, which we found to be really unconstitutional and denying the people their right uh, to freedom of choice and freedom of expression. So uh, we, I am, in fact, advertising all over the show that I'm waiting for any individual who gets fined with this new bylaw that they're passing. 
And you'll find that the DA in the Western Cape clearly promotes an ideology that comes from Israel. They are slowly making the Western Cape a um, colony belonging to Israel. People are not realizing this. They're doing it economically and socially. What they're doing is economically making it too expensive for us to live in this part of South Africa. And if we're going to allow this to continue, Molana, I am warning our people, you will be forced to move out of this province and move to the eight other provinces because it is becoming extremely expensive to live here. Another thing that happens is our banking system in the Western Cape is clearly supportive of this agenda. When our people apply for bonds or apply for loans to improve their lives, you find that uh, you find that uh, the banks stymie this opportunity. They find reasons not to finance uh, us. I mean, a good example is where I wanted a, a, a loan from the bank for a bond. And uh, I couldn't get it in the Western Cape. But when I went to Joburg, I got it. So it shows that the agenda that the DA pushes here is supported by our banking institutions. So if we continue voting for the DA in this part of South Africa, we are going to pay for this, for the, uh, for the um, choice we make at the ballot uh, papers. So uh, we need to really take this very seriously, that we are promoting Israel in South Africa, but not realizing that we are actually uh, affecting our fellow brothers and sisters, irrespective of religion or color out in Palestine. Alif, now we've got from some Muslim community leaders uh, open calls now, uh, very clear calls. I, I don't know how widespread they are, but they definitely are these calls from notable personalities that uh, are saying that uh, the least you can do is vote out the DA in, in the coming elections. I, I want to get your sense of, perhaps we've heard some of this before, uh, but definitely much more pronounced this time around, the, 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 these type of calls in your assessment, are they quite serious? Could they have a very uh, you know, big de determining effect on the Muslim vote uh, in the Western Cape? Come to the come to the next uh, elections, uh, and and how, how 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 serious are the electorate, the Muslim electorate, particularly taking these calls from your assessment? Uh, is this a very big discussion that uh, is is moving around at grassroots level? Once, Molana, I welcome the call from our Muslim uh, religious leaders and many Christian leaders uh, in the Western Cape who are clearly going out there and saying that what is happening in Palestine is unacceptable and we need to remove the TA as a government. Uh, that I take very, uh, I'm looking at very cautiously. I'll tell you why I look at it cautiously. 
you cannot trust the Muslim vote out in the Western Cape. They tend to march left, but vote right. When it means, and when it really meant uh, to be seriously taken into consideration. They tend to let you down when it comes at the most important point uh, of making that choice. So I'm going to be very cautious and uh, becoming excited with the support we're getting now where our ulama are openly using uh, the platforms to denounce the DA and to tell the people to stop voting the DA and the other parties who are clearly supporting Israel and denouncing Hamas and Palestine in its entirety. Now, I, I sometimes wonder what is between those two years of our people out in the Western Cape. Uh, for example, myself, uh, and what I'm going to be raising is not something that I am bitter about. But the fact is, when I served this community for 18 years, Molana, with dedication, without getting assent from the communities, I get all the praises on social media. But the day they voted, they voted the DA. And today they cry, they voted the DA. Many of them meet me in the shopping centers or meet me in the streets or at functions. Tell me we made a mistake, we should have voted you. Now this is something that our people need to realize as elected, that the choice you make is something that's going to make you suffer or benefit you for five years. So if you want to allow the DA to continue suppressing you in the Western Cape, then don't listen to those religious leaders who are asking you not to vote the DA. Do what you have been doing for, for many years. And I want to remind this electorate, there's very Muslim brothers and sisters who march alongside me whenever we call them to march but go onto the ballot paper and cross alongside the DA. I want to remind them that that cross that you make is not made with the ink, but with the blood of our fellow Muslim and Christian brothers and sisters from Palestine. I hope this sinks into those heads that the vote is contrary to our deen uh, teaching, where we are told to keep with the oppressed and the suppressed and not with the oppressor. Our votes are saying, clearly saying, that we support the oppressor and we will support. And this rhetoric, with, I, I very often hear that they, who else do we vote if it's not the DA? The ANC is a total mess, which I totally agree. But come 2024, you have the Al Jamaa, you have the NCC, you have good, you have six or seven other parties in the Western Cape and throughout South Africa that you can uh, vote for. Those are the parties that support Palestine and the people who are suffering under the atrocities perpetrated on them by the Israelis, uh, the Zionists. Uh, so, mm -hmm. so you don't you have the choice. I don't understand why you hypocritically come up with this 
uh, suggestion that you don't have an alternative. And if you believe the DA is your omen, let me remind you, the DA uses your vote to ensure that the previously advantaged benefit from it. Nothing is benefiting us, nothing, absolutely. When you come here as a tourist in the Western Cape, you see the one part of the of Cape Town. The Cape, Cape Town is a tale of two cities. Let me show you the proper Cape Town, where the suffering and the demonizing of our people continues under the rule of the DA. And if I just want to, I don't have too much too much time left, but I, I want to just uh, get a clarification of, on something that you said there, but then moving on uh, in about five minutes that we have left to, uh, you, you know, just uh, threshing out another very important issue. But first, you, you mentioned the calls that are made by, by some of the, uh, the ulama to say do not vote for the DA. Uh, I just want to clarify exactly what you're saying in this particular regard. Are you saying, are, are, you, are, you, are you criticizing or are you taking issue with with the calls because you, you find them to be disingenuous or are you taking uh, issue with uh, the, the fact that, uh, you know, people hear these calls and seem to uh, resonate with those calls, but it comes to when it comes to voting, uh, they, they actually go the, the total opposite direction. My sentiments are exactly your letter of your two, where I am proud of our religious ulama who have taken the stand and have made these pronouncements. I have no issue against them. The issue I have is against the electorate who do not listen to this advice given to them by our religious leaders. And it is the first time that I've ever heard that our religious leaders take the members and the platforms to announce such an important advice to our people. It's the first time I've ever heard it in all the elections that I've been through in the Western Cape. In the last 18 years, I've never heard our ulama come out openly saying that you shall not vote certain parties. So I am totally proud of them and I agree with them. So I have no problem with that issue. What I have a problem with is the electorate, Molana. The electorate who forget how the deen has been suppressed, how the people have been suppressed through their votes. They vote in a regime that is oppressing them, and yet they don't see it. Giving me a clean street, giving me a, uh, a robot that works, giving me electricity, making it easy for me where it means little to me. Give me my education, give me my employment, give me my homes, give me a, a dignified life. That's what I want. You're not giving me anything other than that. I get that. So, Alif, now the, just this, this final issue, just also an issue of time, is the uh, the calls obviously are very clear then from from uh, you know people who are saying it that let do not vote for the DA. Uh, now you you've you've put your finger on the other part of the problem is that perhaps people only think in terms of big parties, and as a result of that, 
you, you know, one of the reasons, not justifiable, but one of the reasons why people might continue voting for the DA is the perception that the, that the DA is created around itself, or the the bad relationship and the bad uh, track record that the ANC has nationally, but also uh, also in the Western Cape when it when it was was in charge, and therefore I'm asking when when leaders make make these pronouncements to say not not voting the DA, are they deep enough? Uh, you know, I, 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 one can easily appreciate why one should not vote for the DA, but uh, when we ask people, for instance, to boycott a, a, a certain product. Uh, we, you know, the, the tacit principle is saying, do not vote for, do not purchase this product, but you have X, Y, and Z, uh, so many other alternatives. Are we very clear, or have we presented to the electorate a very clear roadmap to say, if you are not voting for the Democratic Alliance, what are the alternatives and are the alternatives organized enough to say that perhaps even if we are not going to win this election outright, we have an agreement or even a written or unwritten agreement amongst ourselves how we can work together to be able to produce wider results. Molana, as I alluded earlier, that the ANC has given the people all the reason to mistrust them. And in that, in taking that into mind, we are saying this is one election. You need to be seriously considering how you vote. You have alternatives. I mean, we as the NCC, I don't want to make this a political uh, agenda where we, I want my party to benefit. But we, as a newly formed party, we were only a year old. We won seven seats in the local government in the Western Cape. The ANC only won 11 uh, PR seats. So that tells you that uh, we are a formidable party that's growing and we have proven, a proven record, that in the two years that we have been in office, we have made a huge dent uh, in exposing corruption in this, uh, in the city of Cape Town, and we are busy uh, ensuring that we will be raising many other issues that affects the day-to-day -day living of our people. So, it, and and just as we are doing that, there is good, there is Al Jama, there is so many EFF that are doing a marvelous job in the Western Cape, but unfortunately, uh, we have been poisoned. We have been led but with blinkers on that the DA is your messiah. They are your omen and they are going to uh, resolve all the issues that you have been suffering over the many years and the many and many decades. But I want so, to tell you that I want to yes, tell you that it's a smoke screen. It's a smoke screen, Molana. These guys know exactly how to come out before election with a swart khafar. Uh, rhetoric, where they scare the colored community into not voting any black party or any party that supports a black agenda. 
Uh, and uh, sorry if we, we're out of time here, but I just want to then just em- uh, emphasize or, or seek from, from your, your perspective to say that perhaps the calls have gone out loud and clear and they will continue to go out. Why, particularly relating to Palestine, but many other local issues, why the DA should not be voted for? Uh, do you think in terms of marketing, in terms of public relations, there could be more done to uh, show the alternatives, showcase the alternatives, and showcase a kind of uh, you know, unity amongst the alternatives, even if it's not a coalition, but uh, a fact that the, uh, you know, the, the, uh, we, you know, we work together for similar objectives. Uh, I'm just uh, you know, questioning, is that the second half of the messaging coming stronger enough and can more be done to actually uh, you know, magnify that particular half of the message? Well, then I'm going to take this opportunity of reminding the electorate that remember we've been warned through our prophecy that uh, there will be a time when hypocrisy will be the order of the day and it's exactly now that our people need to ensure that they're not part of that hypocritical warning that uh, that warning of hypocrisy that has been uh, reminded unto us on a regular basis we do not become victims to it so my plea to the people today, and I'm using your platform, irrespective of which part of South Africa you come from, your vote for the DA and any other party that supports their narrative and who supports their agenda and who supports Israel directly or indirectly is not your solution. Irrespective of the lies and in the way they have been running your affairs, for the last 13 to 15 years, you have no right. It will be, I would even go to the extent of saying haram for you to vote for such parties who actually suppress and oppress uh, people unjustifiably throughout the world or, or even become supporters and, uh, and one who promotes those that do that. Uh, to to their people. So the DA clearly have shown that and be careful of the two parties that want, that call it Cape Exit and uh, the one that's looking for freedom uh, of Cape Town. There's two of them. Clearly are are, are two parties that are financed by the DA. We can see it. They are financed by the DA because they're using the same rhetoric and ensuring that uh, the Cape province becomes a colony and becomes its own entity, a divorce from the rest of South Africa. And let me warn our Cape Town electorate that if that happens, remember, you will be carrying a passport to go visit your fellow uh, families in the other eight provinces, if that happens. So be careful the way you vote. This is a... A time when you're going to be making this decision that might advantage the DA agenda. So, Molana, this is the opportunity. Come to the party and make the right There would be uh, a lot more than to to discuss and uh, expand upon particularly as the elections come closer in terms of, of, the, of the specifics and we we'll take that up with you definitely as, uh, as the time goes on. But I'd like to thank you for the moment speaking to us here about this very important issue that is 
going to feature much more prominently on the radar as uh, the weeks and the months progress. But for now, shukran for your time. Alif Lunat speaking to us there. He is a long-time community activist and uh, political figure, also currently a councillor for the National Coloured Congress. Shukran for your time, Anif and Barakallahu Fiqh. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Wa alaikum salam.